Welcome to Investor's Insights. Our topic today is 444 market movement. Before I uh, bring on my distinguished colleagues, Adam Van Zant, Bobby Norman, and Trey Booth, uh, we've just had a great meeting uh, in Portfolio Strategies. There's a reason why we chose 444. First of all, the S&P 500 has broken through 4,000. We're looking at record highs. In addition to that, this week, and this is not a recommendation to buy, but the four big tech companies, Alphabet, which you also know as Google, Apple, Microsoft, and Facebook, will be reporting their earnings. And the other thing is we're in the fourth month of 2021, and we're approaching the month of May. So the saying has been, go away in May. A lot of times there's a philosophy, an old cliche, that you sell in May because those months tend to be weaker. We don't believe that applies here because of the fact if you had used that same cliche in 2020, you would have missed out on that tremendous market rally. So with that in mind, let's go over to Adam. Adam, there is a rumor uh, that the S&P 500 may have the strength to not only break through as it already has in 4,000, but 4,200. You want to talk about the technical indicators that we're looking at right now? Absolutely. I appreciate it, Greg. And as you said it, you know, uh, we saw a little volatility in the markets last week, but ultimately on Friday's S&P close, we close at 4,180. That's hovering near record highs, as you indicated. Uh, That pushes our new resistance level now to 4,210. Uh, with a support level of 4,150. So going back, looking at short and intermediate term, you know, we're still following that 50-day moving average as we talk about uh, week to week. And now we're seeing it start to hover around 4,000, a little south. So to be specific, that's right at 3,976. So it's going to be important to keep an eye on that 50-day moving average uh, over the next couple of few weeks. Oh, very much so. And, you know, from a A psychological standpoint, people go, we're living through historical times. Well, we are in relation to COVID and the changes that have occurred. But at the same time, we're seeing the market hit new highs. And that's historical, especially for someone like me and the years that I've been in the industry and watch this market and the volatility that takes place. And so people will say, Greg, answer this question. How can this market go higher? Bobby, I think you've got one of the the keys or indicators as to what's driving this market as uh, we look at earnings. Talk about that. Yeah, Greg, this week will be one of the busiest of first quarter earnings season with over a third of the S&P 500 companies reporting. And and a focus will be on some of the largest tech companies, like you mentioned earlier, uh, in the world reporting earnings this week. And so far, corporations, for the most part, have managed to beat expectations, uh, with 25% of companies already reporting 84% of them have reported a positive per share earnings surprise, and 77% have top revenue estimates. So, and what's interesting is if companies continue to beat expectations at this 84% level, it will tie the mark for the highest percentage of the S&P 500 companies reporting a positive surprise since research firm FactSet started tracking this since 2008. But, But here's a tricky part of earnings season. So far, as great as earnings season has been, equity performance has been somewhat flat if you look at last week. Uh, And we think that a lot of that has to do with expectations already being so high with investors looking at high valuations 
and near record equity prices. Uh, but that's why this week will be so important. As tech companies start reporting, we need to see the continued strength from the earnings and more importantly, positive guidance from corporate leadership uh, for the rest of this year as the economy comes back. So earnings uh, will probably be the story this week. Oh, I totally agree with you, Bobby, and I, I think that's well said. And I also really appreciate in the meeting this morning what Trey brought in because we've had people say to us, oh, look, you guys have talked about the strength of earnings before, but uh, Trey, correct me if I'm wrong, I think we've got some additional strength and momentum that's driving this market. Go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and Bobby's point, the guidance is very important, not just not just from corporate America, but from also from D.C. and the fiscal and monetary policy guidance. We're getting a lot of guidance out this week on, the, on what the future of fiscal stimulus may be, uh, and that's from the federal government and monetary stimulus, which comes from the Federal Reserve. Uh, on Wednesday, President Biden will be speaking to uh, both houses of Congress, both the House and the Senate, on, their, on the plans of the Biden administration going forward. We all know what has happened in the past. Trillions of dollars stimulus has really supported the, uh, the U.S. consumer. We've talked about this on the vlog several times. Has really been a good bridge to get us to what is a sustainable economic recovery. Corporate earnings, that's corporate earnings in, in their projections, that's the future. That is the sustained growth of the economy. However, that bridge, we don't want the bridge to stop too short before earnings catch up with where the prices are. And so what, the, 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 what, what President Biden says on Wednesday, and then also, very importantly, what the chairman of the Federal Reserve says on Wednesday about Federal Reserve policy. The Fed is currently buying $120 billion of treasuries and financial assets every single month. That is a huge tailwind that is very supportive of the market. Now, that can't be a permanent policy. And so discussion about a timeline or a tapering could, could surprise the market. I don't think that'll happen. But those two events, what, not just what describing what they've done, but again, the forecast of what will be done going forward, how the market reacts to that will be very telling about what is good, what is bad. And so something we're watching very closely, big Wednesday. And then on Thursday, we get the first preliminary early readings of Q1 GDP. Again, it's looking, looking backwards, but what does that foretell for going forwards? Will this strength, can we maintain it? Where does corporate America come into play? A lot of news this week, really, really looking not just backwards at the first quarter, but the second quarter and beyond uh, now that we're into April. Very much so. And you're, you're 110% uh, correct on that data there, Trey. And I really appreciate the detail of the research there. It really emphasizes the importance of so many moving parts and pieces that are occurring in this economy as we speak and in these markets. So on that note, we're going to keep you updated. 444, we think that's very important for you to remember that and where we are as we start to head towards the end of April going into May. We're going to continue through our vlogs, our social media to uh, give you updates on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And also from the standpoint, just know that as we do all this analysis for our clients at Five Plan Partners, we're doing it in conjunction to their financial blueprints and where the strength of the market is and what direction we think it's going. We're going to keep you updated. We hope you have a great week. And we thank you, especially those of you who are forwarding this to your friends, family, and colleagues and making introductions for us so that we can help people as we strive to create better, richer, fuller lives. Thanks and have a great week.